0: And I say this for myself as a father too, uh, we play a very pivotal role uh, in our families and the upbringing of our children. Um, Your children will learn from your behaviour, both good or bad behaviours. So we must know how important we are in the leadership of the household. Mm.
1: Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online. I'm John Hui and I'm your host for the series. Today we are going to talk about how to be better fathers. So for the fathers out there, this is for you. But for the mothers out there, you're not excluded because that involves your husbands too. So listen in and uh, if if your husband isn't here, just get them in, alright? Okay, I'll show it to him afterwards. Now, today once again, we are very happy to have with us uh, Dr. Christopher Chok, uh, psychiatrist, senior consultant and chief at the Department of Forensic Psychiatry, at institutes of mental health. So, with regards to fathers, I don't think he'll be speaking in his capacity as a forensic psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm—we uh, are very happy that he's with us. Nevertheless, and he is a husband and a father of uh,
0: three children. Three
1: children. children. Okay. So, yeah. thanks once three sons, again, three sons. Your your three sons. sons. Three you're, sons. You're three yeah. sons. Yeah. yeah. Thank you once again for, for agreeing to be with us and uh, coming onto our show. Great to be here, John. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. So. Well, Christopher, looks like uh, we're both in, a, in this boat of fathering. Yes. All right? And for myself, I'm grateful to be a grandfather too. And um, much has been said right, about the, the role of fathers in the lives of children. All right? And um, it has been said that every uh, father is his uh, daughter's first love and his son's first hero. Right? So how important really is the role of fathers in the family?
0: I think in the most ideal situation, I think the uh, uh, having a father and mother in a family would be the best combination um, because the father has a role to play, the mother has a role to play. Um, I think many of the uh, lessons that children learn uh, as part of growing up is not f- just from the uh, formal instruction that we give them, but it's also from the observation of how their parents interact, how father talks to mother, mother talks to father, how ch- the father treats the children, and as well as uh, his behavior. So I I think that they learn um, f- either subconsciously or just through observation uh, what it means to be a father.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with you because I learned so much from. My dad and my mum and they showed um, their qualities in very different ways. As father and mother, you know, my, my father was a really a quiet guy, but he was really working very hard for the family. Mm-hmm. I remember him uh, waking up early in the morning at the five plus, and uh, starting to prepare the coffee for the whole family. There were eleven of us in a little two-bedroom flat, mm. you know. Uh, Eleven children plus wow. uh, two parents. So, and that with with one toilet. I do not know how we survived, but we did. Uh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but and then he, after that, uh, after preparing breakfast for us, he would be working right through the day and right through the night. Sometimes up to twelve midnight. And mm-hmm. then he goes to bed and wakes up at five plus again to prepare things for the family and yes. you know uh, to just make ends meet for our family. And then my mother was there doting on us in her own way, besides the housework that she was doing. She was really uh, giving us the emotional uh, support. And we knew that she was always there for us and we needed to. Mm-hmm. And I think they both showed very different. Uh, uh, aspects of parental love.
0: Absolutely, right. right. Yeah. So then they didn't have to tell you formally about things. And yes, yes. Yes. I mean, it was
1: something which was imprinted in our minds, yes. and uh, something which we just uh, took into us. And now we try to do the same with our children. Yes. Uh, although I must say that nowadays, uh, as uh, uh, fathers, we, we, I think, are Tend to talk more with our children. I would like to think. I hope. Uh, I hope. I hope so too. too
0: but uh, I think it's different from different families. Yeah, that's right. That's right. My, yeah. my father
1: is a very quiet man, mm-hmm. and um, uh, very quiet. But we, we could see the uh, tremendous uh, love and dedication he had for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess that I'm coming from that point of view uh, from uh, my own experience. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. That's right. So. Um, but at the same time i think we also recognize that there are lots of challenges and obstacles facing us fathers right that mm-hmm. um perhaps make it difficult for us to fulfill our role the way we would like to mm-hmm. you know and um that really prevents us from uh, being the fathers that i'm sure many of us would like to be myself included right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so I think when we were talking about this podcast some time ago, you we are talking that there are actually quite a lot of challenges and obstacles that fathers face right? in becoming good fathers, at least mm-hmm. as good a father as we would like to yeah. be. Um, so, what are these possible challenges and obstacles that you see?
0: I think the first uh, challenge i guess is f- uh, first uh, is that we were never we, i certainly didn't attend a course uh, in in my school to say how, uh, how how to be a good father or in n s yes. right or in n s or, yeah. or in, in uni- university you know. yeah. so um the first instruction we have as to what a good father is is actually from our parents as as you mentioned before. But um, if we had the privilege of having uh, good fathers and good parents and good mothers, then lucky for us. uh, But not everyone has that privilege to have a good example to follow from their own life experience. Um, The next challenge I think is really uh, depending on the age of their father. Mm -hmm. So fathers can of course have a a wide variety of uh, age. uh, and I think uh, it is fair to say that uh, us men, we have our own journeys in life um, when we are teenagers we I think uh, we want to learn about the world, we want to have fun, we want to discover we want to have thrill um, football first football, football first yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think many men uh, uh, tend to be very self centered uh, I, I would dare say selfish. Uh, in the earlier parts of their life, yeah,
1: high five, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> And it's only when they get older, maybe past the midlife, that they can become more empathic, and not be so egocentric. So really, it depends on the stage of life that the father, the person finds themselves being a father. Um, it is quite understandable if someone in their thirties and forties are very keen on working success in their career because this is quite understandable from that life phase. So, um, for a young father, it is actually very challenging because um, at, at being a, when I say young father, it could be a late teen, a, a young adult. Uh, um, uh, it could be very challenging because um, at that time, uh, the the income is relatively low. I mean, you don't have much
1: work experience. Absolutely right.
0: So that, that itself uh, has challenges and and he probably would have to re- rely on his extended family to help in the parenting. Uh, if you find yourself uh, being a father in your thirties um, or your late twenties, then you have to juggle the you know the being successful in your corporate uh, and working life, um, and of course caring for your child. And of course, uh, if you find yourself being a father in your forties or even your fifties. Then uh, realistically, our energy levels
1: do drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding that out as yeah, a grandfather, yeah, yeah, uh, telling uh, the uh, grandkids.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it really depends when you are father. And I, I think that if uh, a father becomes uh, a person becomes a father in their 40s and 50s, I think uh, they become hopefully they, they are more empathic and more loving and giving. As uh, I guess when
1: you are very very young and not so experienced. Then. Yeah, maybe they're so drained they'll say anything goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's yes, right. Yeah, uh, absolutely true. I was a very young father and um, in, in my 20s, mid 20s, uh, my wife and I uh, became parents. And uh, uh, I like to tell my wife that at that time we had hardly any financial planning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hardly any finances and no planning. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So that's how it was, right? But I think given the um, environment we have today in the, um, in the world, in society, uh, there are a lot of expectations on uh, men. Our focus is on men today, right? The fathers. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah. Uh, There's so a lot of um, uh, pressure on men, fathers, to perform in the workplace, in mm-hmm. the corporate world, yep. and at the same time at home, yep. right? Uh, which is of course our duty and our responsibility. But at the same time, it can be very challenging. I can imagine, right? So, um, do you have any ideas or suggestions as to how uh, men, fathers, right, can handle these pressures and challenges at both the corporate? life as well as family life
0: i, I think um, as a couple as parents uh, husband and wife i think it is important to discuss uh, your roles in the family um, depending on what is um, acceptable to the, the husband and the wife uh, whether the, the it's a single uh, income family or double income family and even in a double income family what roles are taken Um, I think it is uh, important to have this negotiated Mm -hmm. and uh, discussed Mm Um, because uh, certainly the the uh, uh, raising a child is not easy yeah, yeah in this Absolutely. Time, Absolutely. and 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 as a young parent you're also subject to a lot of influence uh, not just from the marketing from media but also the your own friends yes. uh, and uh, uh especially if you're a first time parent uh, you have a lot of hopes and dreams for your child and then everyone's going to do this special class this to this enrichment class and all that, you may just be caught up uh, in all that. So I, I think it's uh, it's good to really have both husband and wife really discuss what they really want, uh, what the, are the expectations for the child and agree on that um, so that the, there is no role confusion or that at, at least the, they are in sync. Uh, with how they want to parent their child.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, sometimes uh, while the um, uh, father and mother would uh, discuss their roles and expectations, which mm-hmm. is very good and very important, right? I can imagine that sometimes there will be uh, situations whereby one of the spouses cannot fulfill um, those so called responsibilities or duties that he or she is expected uh, to fulfill, right? Um, so I think in times like these, it will probably be likely that we'll need our spouse to help out and to understand. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it is very important that we communicate and that when we are facing these situations, we should really want to communicate our feelings with our spouse to let our spouse know what we're going through so that our spouse will understand why we are unable to fulfill that role at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And then once again discuss, you know, this time how can we now help each other um, fulfill that particular role that, uh, needs to be fulfilled for the sake of the child and the family? I,
0: I have seen a lot in, in life, in my career uh, as a mental health worker uh, working in very different settings uh, um, both in public hospital as well as in addictions as well and currently where I am in the prisons uh, we, I've seen many variations of parenting but most importantly I think is that um, um, I think every father comes from a different background and I respect uh every father's choices if it is uh, if they have their needs to fulfill uh but they do so in a way that is uh, discussed and i guess um um they need to yeah as you mentioned communicate and there's common understanding certainly i think um different fathers come from different backgrounds so if you came from a, a perhaps a low income background you had this great need to succeed Uh, that drive for you to work hard is there so uh, we cannot fault the father for that uh, if you come from a different background, you may have different aspirations. Some people are just naturally competitive. Some people have high expectations. Mm. Some people are chill. Some people, you know, uh, uh, want to take a more, I guess, relaxed life. So every person is different. Mm. But most important is that the, the two parents understand each other, right. uh, and then uh, they can, I guess, negotiate the roles again uh, to fit such a the whole family unit works, uh, works together.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, that, that's so important that we come together and um, uh, share with each other, you know, and pray together and discern uh, what uh, we should be doing in these situations. In yeah. fact, almost every day of our lives, right? Absolutely. We have to do that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Because life is so dynamic, there's so many changes happening at the workplace, at home, and our kids, and something suddenly something happens, and then we have to attend to it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That, that's how exciting life is, right, as a father, right? A
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the club, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, given the uh, scenarios that we have today in uh, society, um, are there examples or are there times which uh, you've come across uh, um, in your work or perhaps in your personal experience whereby there's a kind of a conflict between corporate uh, expectations and home expectations, family expectations, and what can fathers do to uh, find a healthy balance?
0: So depending on where you work, they have different uh, requirements of the workplace, uh. especially in Singapore society where we uh, we, be, uh, we are quite international. Uh, we have a, a broad uh, range of uh, choices of work. Uh. Uh, I think most importantly is that the individual person, that, uh, the man must know himself uh, uh, they, must know, they must know what they can take. Some people can uh, take high stress, some people cannot take stress. Some people can work in a fast-paced, competitive uh, workplace, some people can't. So uh, one must know themselves. So uh, f- I guess the first thing is to be able to find that fit between your personality, your energy level, your abilities to, to what your company uh, expects of you. So if, if, you, if, if your company requires you, for example, to uh, fly regionally or internationally, you must be able to cope with that and your family setup must be able to cope with yeah. that sort of uh, a lifestyle. Um, if if you can't cope, then I think uh, we, uh, we just be realistic yeah. and choose a job that fits uh, your family's needs. And, yeah. Yeah. So again, it's really um, I I think when we are young, we want to try our best and try everything, right? Mm. But I think when you when you become a parent, I think uh, some of these um, decisions have to be made at, at some point or another. Mm. If not, then you will uh, have tension. That's right. Yeah.
1: That's right. So I think you're so right. Um, the importance of uh, putting down priorities, right? What are our priorities? And really, the priorities are like God, spouse, children, family, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, work and community, right? Yep. So, so in, in more or less that order. And I think if we can get our priorities right, it is likely that we'll make the better decisions uh, yes. for the sake of the family as mm-hmm. well as in work life. And like you said, if necessary, we may have to find a job which helps us to balance everything and not lose sight of our priorities in the family
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And, and, and what you mentioned, the at least the priorities that you said is, is very sensible I think that uh, it is useful for young fathers or even young men um, to learn, to know, at least to be humble enough to know there's something called learning about parenting mm. or, or even uh, learning about setting your priorities because these things are not taught in school <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I, and my parents never discussed all these things with me, That's right? You know that sort of thing. It was just not the way it was done in the past. Uh. Right. But I think that uh, through, um, you know, through teaching yourself or through uh, books, uh, uh, we can learn to be a, a better father. Yeah.
1: yeah, mine has been mainly on the OJT on mm-hmm. the on the job absolute, training. <laughs> absolute, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but even today I'm still learning because I'm, I'm seeing how my own children um, parent their own children. Mm-hmm. So my, my grandchildren and I see of a slightly different style mm-hmm. they, they they tend to be more uh uh I would say more empathetic and they try to understand the children better and they frankly they're more patient with the children than I was with mine so yeah. I think they probably yeah. learn from that yeah. <laughs> yes yes I yeah. mean
0: we, there, there's, there's no uh you know ten year series perfect uh, uh checklist sort of way of parenting
1: yeah. but there are broad principles yeah. to follow yeah uh. my, my I had the ten year series with all the wrong answers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so I guess um uh, fathers do um, sometimes uh, feel overwhelmed by the challenges they face. Understandably, because the absolutely the ch- challenges in society, workplace, home, and maybe even um, other areas of uh, volunteerism or in, in church and so mm-hmm. on. Sometimes they can take their toll on fathers, and fathers um, might feel overwhelmed. Right? Um, do fathers tend to seek help uh, when? Uh, they feel these challenges coming them or, coming upon them or overwhelming them? Or do you think the fathers tend to you know, keep to themselves and try to solve it themselves without turning to for help?
0: John, you just hit on one of my pet topics yeah. uh, about uh, men's mental health. I'm yeah. actually very concerned for men's mental health mm-hmm. because, I, I, as I mentioned, I, I worked in the field of addiction and in the prisons, and 9 out of 10 of my uh, patients today are men um, in these sectors. Uh, I wonder why. Yeah, you wonder why, right? (laughs) Um, I think most men, um, in general, uh, do not seek help uh, when they are stressed. Um, They think they can go at it alone. Uh, uh, My observations of uh, guy-to-guy relationships tend to be: uh, guys will do activities with guys. They would watch football with them. They'll go and do their sports with them, but uh, they. Don't necessarily have that heart to heart talk yes. uh, among guys yes. uh, until maybe they're maybe in their you know later years. Uh, but mm-hmm. in the early years, it's all about activity, all about discussing um, the topic of their choice, be it computers, games, um, watches, cars, football, sports. You know that, that, that sort of conversations. Yes. Uh. Yes. But this idea about turning f- to for help isn't a natural instinct for many men. Mm. Is there a reason why? Uh, I think it's just how we are... Uh, I guess... That's, I our it's, ego? It's just our ego. Yeah, I think it's just our ego and um, our, we are afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just don't seek help. Uh, broadly speaking, we don't seek help. Of course, some guys do but the, the vast majority of men don't until they hit this uh, real roadblock, uh, this crash in a wall, and then they have no choice um, but
1: to seek help. Yeah, this is a rather common joke among Christians, right? That um, that's the reason why Moses uh, got lost for forty years because he didn't ask for directions. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's, it's not uncommon because uh, when we go traveling, right? Um, Uh, I would tend to try to rely on my maps in the past before GPS, right? Mm -hmm. On my maps and trying to figure out where things are and all that. My wife would be quite happy to ask for directions and ask for... Uh, you know, answers to questions that she would have. Yes, yes, And yes. She usually arrived at the answer faster than me.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And this is the same thing uh, where I see in my workplace too. I think sometimes it's just as simple as asking for help, uh, yeah. and people will be happy to help you yes. sometimes yes. as well. Yes. So I think I think this is something that guys must unlearn. Uh, this I think about self sufficiency. Uh, being prideful and egocentric. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's maybe a product of our culture and our upbringing, but um, I think it's it's useful if uh, men are brave enough to to relate to other men, to talk about some of the difficulties they have in their life, because some of the difficulties we have in life are universal. Um, If you are a parent to a young child, uh, you are a Grab driver on weekends. All of us share the experience of being a Grab driver on weekends to our children, yeah. right? I mean, and grandchildren, and, yeah. and grandchildren. Yeah. Uh, my, my my kids' PSLE is going to be released next Wednesday. Uh, 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 do I feel calm and collected? Of course not. You, yeah, I mean? you look calm. You look calm. Yeah. but these <laughs> are what I call. Uh, there is no. Um, I guess embarrassment, shame, or anything to say that my, the PSLE results are coming out. I, 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 I uh, it's quite stressful. It is absolutely yeah. for every parent. For every parent, I yeah. mean. So you don't have to say that. Oh, no, no, it's chill No no, no, no such thing. Mm. No, no I'm just looking forward to Qatar World Cup. You know <laughs> like? I mean, I mean, it's. It's uh, that's not being uh, honest or or being authentic. You know, in I'm that not sense. because
1: I didn't pay the subscription. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, don't yes. don't tell the companies that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, how can fathers in a way um, be encouraged like, to look for help? Because I think, like you said, you know, we have a certain ego. We have a certain kind of sense of self pride, and we don't like to let people know that we are in trouble. Mm-hmm. We don't like to let people know that we need help. Mm-hmm. Um, but how can men be encouraged to acknowledge? This very obvious fact right? that all of us need help in some way or other at some time or other
0: yeah i i think um I think a good melting pot would be national service uh. Uh, that's when you actually um get to meet people and go through a very uh, a lot of um, um i guess difficult experiences, and the true colours mm. uh, of people really shine through uh, during national service oh, you bad, man. yeah mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's through these experiences, shared experiences that I guess uh, uh, we see people stress, we see, we see people cry, and we see people get angry and all that, that I guess some of our vulnerabilities uh, uh, show. Um, I think that's a good start if, if you have good buddies and bros uh, from NS. Uh. But as we go on, I, uh, I guess guys are naturally competitive. Um, I, I think uh, it is this unlearning that we don't need to... Always show that we need to be number one, we need to beat people, uh, we need to be to win over people and all that to understand that uh, uh, <laughs> all of us going, are going on the same MRT train to the same destination, you know uh, we have to shared experiences and nothing to feel embarrassed about yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, I guess it's easier said at our age that we pass a midlife but you know, uh, it's harder, I guess, for a thirty-something-year-old person to internalize. Mm-hmm. But I think it's at least good that people learn that um, um, guys uh, mm-hmm. should be um, should should try to, I guess, relate to other guys, not just in activities or sports. But I, I'm sure most of our time, our life is going relatively smoothly. But um, we should cultivate those type of relationships whereby we can be honest uh, with our good friends to find that support. Because certainly, um, I think coming from my experience, uh, the way we communicate to our wives or spouses and way we communicate to our guy friends uh, are quite different. I-, I can tell you that uh, many people, from my experience at least, those people who enjoy reservists love to go back to reservists because they can uh, relate to their bros right, in right. in a very natural way right. that they can't do at in a
1: corporate. Yeah, you know? talk about the latest Star Wars movie. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, so, so yeah. there's
0: this thing that uh, is, is, is is this uh, um, I guess environment that allows bros to be bros and yeah. that sort of thing. So, and we need that outlet too. And it's not, uh, I think it's perfectly alright to say that I, I need my bros. Huh? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I remember last time. Um, uh, when I tried to introduce my wife to Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. We were courting at the time when we were dating, so I brought her to watch a movie and yep. Star Wars and everything. It was, uh, was exciting, right? With, with all the fights and everything. Then I realized my wife fell asleep <laughs> during <laughs> the movie. And then uh, the only time when she woke up was when it was over. Yeah. And she said, Oh, okay, what happened? And I said, Okay, we just uh, went off the climax and uh, Darth Vader just uh, had a uh, a duel with uh, Luke Skywalker, and uh, that's done. <laughs> I, said, oh, I'm, sure, <laughs> sh- I'm sure she'll take her revenge on you now with all the K dramas. Huh? Oh,
0: already done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, done that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have uh, different ways of relating. Whereas mm-hmm. one, one time with my guy friends, we would just yeah, talk about the, the, the movies that we've uh, been watching mm-hmm. and uh, Jurassic Park and, and so on and so forth. Uh, yeah, I remember there was, uh, another time when a patient was in my, uh, a couple was in my uh, clinic room. And then uh, suddenly his phone went off and I, straight away I looked at him and said oh you're a jurassic park fan too yeah yeah, yeah and, and his wife turned to him and said oh this jurassic park i thought it was some orchestral music <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and both of us started talking about jurassic park Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know it's just different but uh, I, I think that's also important right yeah. yeah
0: but actually for for a guy for in from parenting i i think that is um i think it's important um to know that um your children are looking at you um, certainly if you' i mean you 're starting out and you need to work hard to get the finances right I think it 's perfectly understandable to to work long hours to try to to establish your financial stability but uh, if you 're in a privileged position that uh, you don 't have to work so hard then the I think it's important to try to understand the needs of others mm. within your family. Especially the... spouse
1: and children. Yeah, right. not just
0: mm. yourself, but also mm. your niece or your spouse, the niece of your children. Mm. The truth is that when children are young, they want to be with their parents. That's right. That's they right. want to play with their family. Uh, they want to play with their parents, both mummy and daddy.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, guys look to their fathers as role models subconsciously. Mm. How you. You know how you relate to them, how you act, how you conduct yourself to your wife, to, to them, to them will leave this lifelong imprint on them uh, subconsciously. So, so, this is something that's very uh, important to understand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I think
1: um, you gave a very good um, summary of that. Well, and the role of fathers and what we should do, right? Number one, um, we have to acknowledge that everyone's different mm-hmm. and we have different abilities, we have different gifts. And therefore, don't expect ourselves to be able to perform in the same way uh, all the time with others, right? And don't compete with others from that point of view, but rather just acknowledge where we are, know where we are, try our best in in, in what we're we're good at.
0: And I I think it's also, uh, I I say this to many parents, not just fathers but also mothers, uh, don't project your unmet needs into your children. Mm. You may always have dreamt that you wanted to be a top athlete in your school but you never made it Mm. don't project this unmet need into Mm. your child. Uh, You may always wanted to go into that particular course in your school or university but you never did it. Don't project this uh, unmet need into your child. Uh, Be sensitive enough to understand the special uh, unique uh, abilities of your child mm. and, and uh, you know uh, nurture those abilities uh, or else it's very frustrating for yes. a child. Absolutely
1: yeah. right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And some children's brains are wired in a certain way, some uh, they can't do certain things, some children can do certain things. Uh, every
1: child is unique. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And I think also I'm um, talking about uh, uh, the un- uniqueness of every child, I'm just reminded of the languages of love right? Mm-hmm. that we might speak certain languages of love more than others or certain languages of love, uh, touch, or words of affirmation, service may appeal more to us mm. whereas our children perhaps their love language might be more of gifts yep. yeah? but if we think that hey look you know this child's is materialistic always wanting presents and wanting gifts and all that yep. and then we start uh, depriving them of these and then you know saying mm-hmm. that hey you should be like me and you know, we should be doing this and this is uh, yes. You know, this is how I love it, this is how I experience love, and this is how you must experience love. Yep. And I think that is also another problem that we as parents might
0: Absolutely. So so one of the, uh, the tips I can give all fathers, uh, and I say this from the view of being a father myself, uh, is to observe our children and see what makes them work, what makes them tick. Uh, it's not what makes me tick, but what makes the child tick. Uh, and and be able to respond to that in a sensitive way, you know. Just because I, I like football doesn't mean my child likes football, you know. Uh, so it's we don't have to impose what we like onto our child. And my child would not be a mini me. You know? He he is his own individual self. Having said that, I think we should also uh, set certain rules and boundaries and expectations of in any household. Um, uh, rules about courtesy, rules about you know uh, how you um, uh, behave at the dining table, your computer screen time and all that, I think it is uh, perfectly alright to set certain reasonable rules uh, in the family so that children learn that there are boundaries. In fact, sometimes it is more important uh, that children understand where the boundaries are compared to when the boundaries are unknown or even worse ever changing. That Ren- makes them even more insecure. Yeah, because you do not know, uh, you know, uh, on, on one night it's okay to come back at 8 o'clock, on the other night it's not okay to come back at 8 o'clock. Yeah. No, know, that sort yeah. of thing, it yeah. confuses them. Yes. So I think it's very clear to, it's very important to set the house rules uh, and be consistent in mm. the house rules. Mm.
1: Uh. Mm. Yeah, that, that is very important. So, yeah, so I guess for, for men, number one, we have to realize that we are Unique. We are different in in our own special way, and we just try our best. But at the same time, as we move along, we recognize that uh, there are certain priorities we must have in our lives, right? God, spouse, children, work, and so on. And then, in that order, in a sense, right? And then, um, really acknowledging that sometimes we do need help, okay. and when we do need help, we'll need to turn to people who can help us if necessary. I mean, of course, we need to turn to God, but sometimes He sends instruments to us, and that might. The our wives, our our bros, yeah, yep. and 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 others in our lives as spiritual directors and so on, we need mm-hmm. to uh, acknowledge that. But in this way, right, for the wives who are listening in, right, um, perhaps when the husbands do turn to them and share these vulnerable feelings that they have, share these uh, vulnerable um, thoughts that they have. Uh, you know, instead of uh, telling them off right, which i 'm sure wives wouldn 't do that, right? I hope, <laughs> but uh, uh, how do you think wives can support their husbands when the husbands voice these weaknesses, so to speak, of vulnerabilities to their wives actually um, men 's uh, weakness is
0: that their egos are very fragile, uh, even boys uh, egos are very fragile, so uh, I think that uh, it is important that um, Firstly, uh, we recognize ourselves that um, our pride is um, our Achilles' heel, um, and of course, uh, when you have under stress or you have needs, uh, hopefully, though your spouse uh, will attempt to understand uh, your your needs, uh, and just and of course, do unto others what you. You know, want others to do unto you. The one important thing is not compare. So, spouse should not uh, compare their, their, their husbands uh, to other people, and likewise, the husband shouldn't compare their wives to other standards and that, that sort of thing, because we are all on our own journeys in, in life. Uh. Um, so, the, the, the whole idea is that uh, hopefully uh, both parties in a relationship will be able to be sensitive to the needs uh, of, of, of the other party. Because uh, certainly um, our, our lives is, in Singapore is stressful. One of the most stressful things I think in modern society, not just Singapore but all industrialized nations is that there's a growing disconnect, a growing um, you know, lack of community sense of being part of a bigger group as opposed mm-hmm. to just your nuclear family. Um, and so this idea that uh, you need to be able to connect and be understood be accepted uh and and it's okay not to be okay sometimes you know yeah, yeah. um i think that that is very yeah. important
1: that is true so uh yeah the expectations that we place on our spouses right we need to be careful how uh we manage that yeah and also this need for support group like you mentioned right Um, I think that's very useful. For for myself, I'm also uh, in a little bit of a a support group with other men who who are also fathers Mm -hmm. and we uh, uh, journey together, um, meeting once a week over Zoom and sometimes physically. We just uh, go through certain uh, reading materials uh, for for sharing and for enrichment and at the same time we uh, share um, the challenges we've been facing and, and, and we see how we can actually help each other perhaps if necessary to overcome uh, these challenges and I think I found it very useful. Yes,
0: yeah. And I, I think uh, uh, bros out there, I think it's important that bros uh, learn to be bros for your bro, you yeah, know? Right. Because sometimes I think even guys, one of the reasons why guys can't talk to guys very well is because the other guy doesn't respond appropriately to it and they're very uncomfortable uh, with talking about the touchy feeling yeah, things. Yeah, don't uh.
1: share your vulnerabilities with me. Yeah, 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 I
0: don't know how, how to handle that. Yeah. Um, Maybe for me because I, I work in mental health, so I guess I, I'm more in tune with some of these things. Yeah. But I can also imagine for some other guys, uh, it is difficult to talk about these things, and yeah. they really do not know how to respond yeah. to yeah. things like that. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, on the, on on, I think bros need to also learn how to be there
1: for their bro. Yeah. Yeah. So after to, after today, you might find a lot of uh, people calling you to uh, check with you. Can be part of the support <laughs> group. <laughs> Well, uh, okay well it's been uh, quite interesting talking about the needs and challenges that fathers face and and so on right perhaps before we end do you have any um uh tips any last words so to speak for fathers uh you know before we end this uh, episode
0: i think uh fathers um and i say this for myself as a father too uh, we play a very pivotal role uh, in our families and the upbringing of our children. Um, your children will learn from your behaviour, both good or bad behaviours. Uh, um, so we must know how important we are in the leadership of the household. Yeah. I think since this is a Catholic forum, I think I dare say that uh, we should try our best not to... Um, Fall into, especially when you're stressed, uh, to fall into the addictions of alcohol, pornography, computer gaming, gambling. Uh, these things are very detrimental to the household. Uh, uh, some we should also really try not to, uh, you know, com- I mean, you know, do things that will jeopardize the marriage. Because again, it's very traumatic for the child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, this is something that should be seen as a, a responsibility and a, a something that's really at the top of each father's mind, uh, their, their important role they have in the good outcome of their ch- children's upbringing. Yeah.
1: So, perhaps um, summarizing that part of what you said, it would seem and it would be very uh, uh, important that we as men. Have a very strong connection with our Lord, who is really the perfect example of what a husband should be, right? And the father, our Lord, who is the husband of the church, right? Spouse of the church, and um, being very close to connected to the church as well, mm-hmm. right? And then drawing strength from her through uh, through the Word, through prayer, through sacraments, right? And then also um, being close to their wives, their spouses, uh, to really build on their marital relationship, and not. Uh, do anything else that might risk that relationship, right? which is so pivotal and important for the family. And finally, the connection with the children. Yes. Right? So I, I guess these four important parts, uh, the, the connection with Christ as the foundation, connection with the church, connection with the spouse, and that connection with the children. I think these are things that we, we really need to work on to um, really uh, in our efforts to become better fathers and husbands, right? Yes. And children, Absolutely. of God. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, uh, Christopher. It's been a very uh, wonderful and uh, enlightening again to have you with us on this uh, podcast to talk about the uh, role and challenges the, of for fathers, right? Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So there we have it. Uh, we've just had Dr. Christopher Chok. A psychiatrist, Senior Consultant and Chief with the Department of Forensic Psychiatry at the Institute of Mental Health, who just um, shared with us in a rather light-hearted manner today on the role and challenges for Catholic fathers. So till we meet again, take care and God bless you and the family always. Bye-bye.